Creative at Prayer for the USA. We are here once again inviting you to join us. Join us in this very special moment. And today is a very special day. And we're going to talk more about it. It's the, the day that uh, President Kennedy was assassinated 56 years ago. It's not a happy day. And if you talk to friends who were children, teenagers, back then, or even young adults, they can tell how they still feel about it and how from there on many things changed. So we want to talk about healing. It's about the healing of all of our hearts. It's the healing of the division. It's the coming together. And we have here today with us the friend from North Carolina, Steve Dean. Steve Dean is here with us and he's joining us. Oops. Okay. He's joining us. Thank you so much, Steve, for being with us today at Kardec Radio. Well, sure. Thanks for having me on, Vanessa. It's almost a dream for me because uh, since uh, we first met two years ago. Wow. Was so that long things. ago? Ah, can you believe it was 2017? Hard to believe. It's hard to believe. And it, I've been planning so many things happened. And finally, Prayer for the USA brings you here. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you. And I know you picked this day for a particular reason as well, not only to help in the prayerful moment. I want to tell people more about you, but would you like just to share why you picked this day as well? Well, I mean, November 22nd, I mean, is kind of, you know, etched, I think, in anybody's memory that was alive uh, at that time when, when the Kennedy assassination happened, that it kind of marked the turning point uh, for America and uh, especially in relation to our government and, you know, issues of war and peace um, because he was in the last year of his life, he, he was trying to um, make peace with the Soviet Union and trying to, you know, get us away from being on the brink of nuclear war, which would have affected everybody. Uh, and, but, you know, those, uh, those ideas that he had were cut short when he was assassinated. And there's certainly lots of questions about that whole event that are still unanswered. Wow. Unbelievable. Almost right. 60 years goes by. Right. right. I mean, I, I remember, when I was on the playground years later in elementary school and a friend told me that the records had been sealed for 75 years and even as a and even as a school child I could figure out that the reason that the records had been sealed for 75 years was, was because all the people involved would be dead by then so obviously there was something being hidden oh my gosh Wow. Even, you know, even even a third grader could figure that out. So anyway. Wow. And, and, and what, is, what do you think is the impact? What is the message there? 
Oh, gosh. That's a long discussion. <laughs> but, well, I think ultimately ultimately, the message is that, is that, the, that the truth comes out. I mean, the, and most Americans uh, feel that there was a conspiracy, that it wasn't just a lone nut, and that, you know, there was something, that there was a, a deliberate reason for him being taken out when he was. And, um, you know, and if I was going to take that up to a, a spiritual level, I would, I would say that there were dark, dark forces that did not want to see the world become a more peaceful place. And that they wanted to see conflict uh, continue. And, you know, and now we're seeing conflict here in the United States today on a level that I've never seen before. But, oh, wow. but, but fortunately, it's mostly words, at least. But people need to be careful because words can definitely lead to violence. Um, and so, you know, it's it's my hope that, that pe people will learn to find some common ground, uh, turn off the TV, <laughs> turn off turn off the TV news, and calm down. Yeah, and you know, I'm asking you this because you were five back then. Yep. And then I, I know about you. I'll read a little bit about you to the people because it's interesting. You're five. This happened. I'm asking about, you know, the message observed back then. And then you became this business owner, business owner, entrepreneur, spiritual teacher. You began your spiritual journey over 45 years ago. Right. When I was in high and, school. Right? Yeah. So, um, and then your main spiritual tradition over the over time has been Kriya Yoga. Yes. Right, which emphasizes yes. spiritual study, the holistic health practices, superconscious meditation, and then of course in 2013, which is the year Virginia was born. Ah. Can't forget that day. <laughs> yeah. What a special year. And then uh, you and your wife, Bobby, uh, learned about Christian spiritism at Casa Dominacio. Yes. In Brazil, John yes. of God's, right? Yeah. Yeah. You went there. Yeah. And then later when you came back, you started reading 2015, the books by Chico Xavier. And then meeting uh, um, Pat, uh, Haiti Patrick, another yeah. friend in North Carolina. Yeah. You came to know of it, and you, you started your group and your studies there as well. And I remember meeting you, mm -hmm. of course. At a fraternal meeting, yeah. Yeah, it was wonderful. I think it was a fraternal meeting, yeah. Yeah, it was what they called the, the in Brazil, they have a, a name, Alto de Souza Fraternal Meeting, which is beautiful. It's mm -hmm. so fraternal. Yes. yes. It's really fraternal, right? It's oh, joyful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you tell a little bit about, you know, your encounter with spiritism? Oh, boy. Well, we, um, like you mentioned, we, well, Bobby and I, well, Bobby, let's start with Bobby. She got really sick. Huh. She um, had been having colon problems for a long time, and um, she lost a lot of weight. She, I mean, a lot of weight. She, she was dangerously thin, wasn't feeling well, 
um, and she, we were out in California, and I had picked up one of these spiritual weeklies, and uh, she was looking at it, and in it there was this advertisement for this guy John of God was coming ah. to coming to Atlanta for the. I mean, I think it was the first time he came to the United States, and she just latched onto that and called, and it's like we got the last couple of tickets, and we went. And uh, you know, I was skeptical of of the whole thing, you know, because it's like you know, people had to pay money, and you know, there's a lot of people, and and I just I don't know. I've seen a lot of different spiritual things, some of them genuine and some of them, you know, kind of money-making ventures, you know. And so I wasn't really sure. But Bobby, after that, Bobby started getting a lot better. And wow. I mean, she, she, that, that health crisis passed. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, and I think that was, I think that was early 2013 and later in 2013 we went to brazil i think that's how it happened or maybe it was it might have been earlier it might have been actually it might have been quite a bit earlier it might have been 2007 when we saw him in um, atlanta but then in 2013 we went to brazil we went to abadiania and the, it's like being in another realm like 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 being on an astral level because things would just happen, you know, like you'd think about something it would, and it would happen, or, you know, you'd want to, uh, I don't know, you'd be curious about something and somebody would pop up and start talking about it. And it, and things would happen like that. And we were there for two weeks and it would just seem like this is just the way things normally go. Are you still there, Vanessa? I can't see you. Um, and I'm going to keep talking, everybody. I hope Vanessa comes back. But, um, and it was uh, a deeply spiritual atmosphere. And we went back again in 2016. And it was just a very, to me, a, a very interesting process to see how spirits were being called in high spirits were being called in to heal people and and one of the things that i noticed was you, I mean, you'd have people coming for all kinds of reasons usually physical ailments but what i noticed was that people didn't always get what they thought they wanted but they got what they needed and sometimes that was mm -hmm. spiritual help they would feel a spiritual release or spiritual upliftment being there um i mean there were all kinds of different things that happened in it and it was not at all like going to a hospital here in the united states it was a completely different experience and the, and um actually you know we had they have there at the casa and the casa is still going by the way even though john of god of course is yeah. is no longer there um and we're close to um, a lady, um, Grania McEnty, who does the prayers in English, and she does beautiful prayers. Yeah. Um, and she's she's told us that the, that the energy is even higher than it was before. 
and that people are coming, not as many people, but that it um, is definitely still going on. And, and it was actually, it was Chico Xavier that, that pointed out the place where the Casa is to, um, to John of God and said, this is where you should have your center. Oh. So, um, and it was shortly before our second trip that I got interested in the Chico books and just started reading them and really, um, you know, felt uh, a lot of spiritual upliftment reading those books and, and seeing how here he was describing so vividly what the spiritual world is like, you know, mainly the Andre Luis books and um, everything okay, Vanessa? Yeah, I'm just fixing the the sound. We don't have an engineer here, so. Oh. <laughs> you can always just whap it with your palm, you know, that <laughs> that works sometimes. Um, yeah. So anyway, I mean, it was a real, um, I mean, it was kind of like showing you that, that, you know, other dimensions exist and they can exist here as well. Yeah. Uh, and that was, um, that was a very, uh, very interesting experience. And, and then, um, you know, being exposed, you know, re reading the Chico books got me interested in, in, you know, this tradition, which spirit, which Christian spiritism is that has, um, such a, a, a vivid and, uh, positive explanation for what the afterlife is like. Where, and I've studied different traditions, and, and you don't see this. I mean, most traditions, it's it's like, well, there's heaven, there's hell, you know. I mean, the Buddhists get into a little more um, variety, but but it's usually not very distinct and clear. Whereas it is just crystal clear with Christian spiritism, and and I think it's uh, extremely helpful for. You know, just having an idea of what it's of what it's like and, and what you know what your uh, you know what's next, you know, after this earth life. Yeah. And I think that's incredibly important. I I think I think that so many people, you know, either are, are just they just don't know or they're afraid of what the afterlife might be like. Um hey Raphael. And um <laughs> And um, uh, so I, I think it I think it really is uh, an important revelation for people. That's interesting. So much for sharing. And it's so good that you contextualize because uh, I want to share, you know, many people, Steve, especially who are not in the U.S. and are in Brazil, they say, oh, Vanessa, do you think people in the United States, we'll get to know of spiritism because of its scientific view. And I said, you know, as far as I know, spiritism comes for us to console our hearts. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And I think people will come because just like any other human being on earth, they need answers. They right. need the constitution. They need relief. I don't think uh, we have different human beings in the U.S. I think have the same human beings that we have everywhere else in 
in the on, on our planet. So I think especially today, it's the day of healing for the nation, mm -hmm. healing for the generations. And I think we also invited Carol to be here with us to do like a, it's almost like a mediumistic meeting. If you have oh. three people, mm -hmm. you can make it happen. That's the ideal scenario. We okay. can hold the current. Right. Like right. they do a John of God, right? Yeah. Hello, Carol. Vanessa, Stephen, friends, what a joy to be here. Kardec Radio. <laughs> Thank you for being here with us, Carol, and for being of help. We have here Gra, Mac, and T. Well, Gra you know is here. Her? Yep, she's, she's the one I was telling you about. She leads the prayers in English oh, down there at the Casa. She's a good oh, so friend. She, she says the spirits are very active here in Abdiani. Yes, they are. Oh, interesting. And and she she is a real, she'd probably be embarrassed for me to say this, but she's a real spiritual trooper. Mm -hmm. Um it was not, I know it was not easy for her to hang in there over the last year, but, you know, she's doing the work. Wow. And we have Diana Burgard. Right. She's a friend of, friend of ours. Oh, she says, hi, Steve, hi, Vanessa, two united becomes a strength of three becomes the power of seven. <laughs> there you go. She gave it all for us. So our task as a group together with Sunshine, who is here. Thank you, Sunshine, Rihanna, Sol, Souza, Rafael Medeiros. The friends that I can see, sometimes we cannot see them all here. Mm. But I can see from the Facebook uh, opening on another page. Friends are coming along and we have a mission today. You know, for us... I talked to some people today and you can feel like Steve, like there, there is some unfinished business here. Oh yeah. Then we help heal. Right. Yes. Oh yes. Um, yeah. And it's, I don't know. There's, and of course, if people are looking outside of themselves and they're saying, well, there's a problem because of, what somebody else is doing, you know, if only the, if only the rest of the world would be reasonable, everything would be fine. Right. But it doesn't yeah. work that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have, we, you know, we have to look within ourselves and, you know, try to be the best people that we can be and to help others the best we can. And, that is into, you know, give other people the benefit of the doubt and, you know, and, you know, realize that, you know, we're all here um, trying to do what we can to, to wake up and to, you know, be better people and, and to, um, you know, ultimately live in a more harmonious way with each other. Um, and we don't get that way by blaming each other. And we don't get that way by, by fighting or calling people names. Um, you know, um, it doesn't work. And it never has worked. And, and so my hope is that, you know, humanity is going to get to the point where they finally kind of get that. 
and go you know but this just isn't this just isn't working you know and we have there's so many important things that that need to be done here on this planet you know for each other for the planet itself that you know we, we can't be um indulging in this yeah. negative stuff that's yeah. that's my hope that's my prayer you know that that um that we'll evolve out of this consciously yeah. intentionally it's, because we want it's to interesting. it's interesting when you say indulging this negative because you remember carol when this week we were praying carlos you and i and then we read this message by emmanuel on selfishness yes and emmanuel it's striking because he says when we Uh oh, <laughs> where'd she go? What's your input on all this, Carol? Well, you're you're right, Steve. The light of spiritism and of self knowledge and inner transformation will empower all of us to get there to the point that you envisioned, mm -hmm. where we understand each other and embrace each other fraternally when we look at each other for whom we are as eternal spirits right we shall really heal because everything else that is temporary and secondary and based on the illusion of a passing life shall not remain and right. our selves will remain and then okay. that's we will be walking together towards healing, as you said. Right. My prayer is your prayer, and together we shall get there. Right. Yeah, well, I think deep down everybody really wants the same thing. Right. You know, but there's, there is a lot of uh, confusion and uh, people... Um, can get triggered into reacting right. rather 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 than really coming from their own heart you know what i mean mm -hmm. i mean you know it's it's um they come from fear you know they're afraid uh, of one thing or another that they're being attacked or that um you know something isn't the way it should be i mean the whole issue of trust in God, in trust in, in this, this process that we're all in is a huge issue. Yeah. Um, and, and that, and that, you know, that takes, that takes, you know, really kind of stepping out on faith and um, just trusting that God really, is, you know, is here, really does care and really is in charge. And that our job is to cooperate. Yes, exactly. And and, and to and to tr and to trust that it'll work out, even even when it doesn't look like it's working out. <laughs> right, exactly. This is why our Master Jesus is our guide and model. And exactly, one exactly prayer that He has taught us. Right, He started it by saying, "Our Father." 
who art in heaven. So he is reaffirming to us that we are guided by the cre the ultimate creator and yeah. that we're never alone and that yeah. the creator has a plan and the plan makes sense. We have to trust it, as you said. Yes. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> no, go ahead, Carol. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, I assume. There I is, assume everything. I apologize, but there is some uh, mix up with the internet. I even changed the computer. Oh. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad at least two thirds oh of us are. I don't know what's happening. It's, I don't know. It's on and off. When you haven't had that happen before. Yeah, but you know, I would like to invite you to to read the message healing tonight. Yes. Okay. I need to get my phone. But uh, where's the message? Where's the message? Okay, I've got the okay. message. Okay, so here we have. Uh, 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 let me ask Carol. Carol, you have the book there or the message there? It's right here. Yes. No. Can you can you hear Carol, Steve, or not? Yes, I can hear. Would you read them? Yeah. Can you read it, Care? Yeah. Yeah. Let, let me ask you, Care. You can read it and then we can make a comment so on it. So the message is from the book Our Daily Bread by Emmanuel through Chico Xavier. It's message number 44 entitled Heal. Heal the sick and say to them, The kingdom of God has come to you, Jesus. Of course, Jesus healed many sick people and entrusted them to his disciples in a very special way. However, the heavenly physician did not forget to call to the divine kingdom those who held on to their human imperfection. We are not interested only in regenerating the vessel through which we express ourselves, but above all, in correcting the spirit. May humankind be freed from illness, but it also must understand the value of health. It is indeed as difficult for us to understand the hidden lesson of diseases in the body as it is to assimilate the call to sanctifying work that beacons to us through our physical healthiness. Would the Lord allow cellular harmony just so a corrupt will would strike it and injure it to the detriment of the spirit? Infirm persons desire the readjustment of their vital energies. 
However, they must learn prudence and value the elements that have been placed at their disposal in the constructive earthly experience. There are sick individuals who complain about being bedridden and weep in their afflictions, not because they want to renew their concepts regarding the sacred principles of life, but because they are unable to continue their reckless behavior. It is always useful to heal the sick when there is permission from a higher order to do so. But in light of such a gift from the Most High, individuals interested in, the in this blessing should reconsider the issues that concern them and realize that a new day has dawned on their spirit on the redemptive path. Wow. It's interesting when he last say, individuals interested in this blessing should reconsider the issues that concern them. And realize that a new day has dawned on the spirit of the redeem, redeem, redemptive path. It's interesting because he says, it's up to us. Like Jesus used to say, do you want to be healed? Right. It's up yeah. to us. Often people think that the healing, harmonization comes from the outside in. And it's clear in Emmanuel's words that he's talking about the dynamics of it all. He's saying... It's, it's an inner decision. It's an inner disposition. Right, Steve? Yes. Yes. Well, and I, I kind of like the, the verse, there are sick individuals who complain about being bedridden and weep in their affliction, not because they want to renew their concepts regarding the sacred principles of life, but because they're unable to continue their reckless behavior, the behavior that got them sick in the first place. And I think that's... I don't know, that happens a lot, I think. Um, and um, so, I mean, mm -hmm. spiritism, one of the, another thing about spiritism that, that really strikes me is the whole idea of how you look at problems, difficulties, uh, lack of health. And from the spiritual point of view, these can be great blessings because they do lead you to look at deeper issues whereas if everything was going along just fine you might never take the time to look at those things um so i mean i think that's a really valuable insight that we get from spiritism um and, and but it takes it, it takes reminding about that because it's, it's not a very common idea that people have in the world And it's interesting because in the book, Action and Reaction by Andre Lewis, he talks about three different types of pain or suffering, as you're saying. He reframes it by saying there is that suffering experience that will come when you need to evolve. So it's like right. the sore muscle. It's a sign yes. that you're evolving. And then there is the famous karmic pain you know, it's like expiation. 
So you know you're going through that because you you need to to feel what others feel in that scenario so you don't incur in the same actions. And then finally, there is this beautiful pain that they call aiding pain or aiding affliction, which is the one that comes to prevent you from incurring greater mistakes. Right. And and when you're saying this, it's, a, it's an invitation for us. Like Diana Beauregard is saying, a major wellness is a wake-up call for sure. Oh, yeah. Mac and T saying, suffering is part of the human condition. The wounds are where the light gets in. Thank you, friends, for mm -hmm. these beautiful insights. Right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think we could... Uh, break this message down for so many hours because it's so mm -hmm. deep and beautiful but you know i would like to invite us to join in this current of prayer together with all the friends who are joining us from different parts i can see people from east to west in uh, in the u.s other countries as well joining us so let us visualize this current of light in the healing of of the world but let's begin with the usa since we're dedicated especially on this day and i'd like to ask you steve uh Kara and i will be holding this current together and then with you and i know you have prepared a beautiful prayer so we right. will be joining you we, as you lead it for us okay 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 um all right yeah, and then, yeah, please join in seeing this, visualizing it, feeling it, and um, offering it to everyone. God's bosom holds dear his precious humanity. Suffering is a great restrainer from evil, enduring forever. No man or woman stands alone in God's light. For that light reveals the saintly, the sages of old, beloved family and friends, and multitudes of helping spirits who stand with us, ever guiding, ever blessing, ever protecting, ever healing our earthly journey. Pray that faith in every American strengthens to where every heart can feel Christ's presence within, to where the inner sight can see the grandeur of God's grace abounding in every life being lived upon earth to where the mind can understand the mystery of suffering and embrace its blessings in each life to where the soul can achieve complete attunement to God's will for each one of us upon earth to where our words are gentle pure truth spoken from on high and to where our actions are tender ones of kind compassion to everyone we meet, everyone we serve, everyone we love, and everyone who has ever done harm to us. We pray, O almighty and most merciful God, that America becomes a beacon of light and truth to all nations on earth, that she breaks free of all internal strife to hail victorious over all 
that does not justly serve the people. We pray for protection from lower forces that compel our people to turn away from us and fail to appreciate the hard-fought freedoms and privileges that U.S. citizenship has granted. We pray for cleansing of the soils, the waters, the atmospheres of America to enable our bodies to be strong and capable of deep prayer and charitable service to one another. We pray for the little, the little children and the unborn, that their light unto the world be nurtured and cherished. And we pray for our elders, that their life service and their wisdom be treasured and honored. We pray for the working men and women of America, that their toil bring spiritual fruitfulness and gratitude as they mature in life. We pray for all places of worship in America, that they find common ground, embracing the highest good for Americans through benevolent brotherhood and charity for all those in need. And most of all, dear Lord Jesus, we pray that your teachings and your example be a light unto every American, just as you walked the earth over 2,000 years ago. So you walk among us today in spirit as the Christ, in our thoughts, in our words, and in our deeds. Be us, thou, O great master. We only need knock, and the door shall be opened. Through your abiding grace, O Lord, our hearts are filled with gratitude for your mercy and forgiveness of our many shortcomings. Yet you never fail to embrace us as your beloved children. May we accept your forgiveness in true humility. May we be in awe of your mercy, so, so very powerful as we realize that America is standing at the threshold of a new era, may we realize that it is through true humility within each of us that our destiny in a brave new world unfolds before us. Each of us shining as God's glory as our soul essence easily manifests God's divine will to where we no longer embrace fear in all its disguises as our hearts are attuned to the many great spirits who assist each of us in gratitude and thanksgiving for their devotion and love, and who also serve the lower spirit world with profound compassion and service. God bless America and all her peoples who live within her, her lands, her waters, her cities and towns, her roads and railways, her airways and byways. God bless her mission as a beacon to mankind, as a preserver of human rights, dignity, and human freedom. God bless all who defend her shores. God bless all who visit her. And God bless all who seek refuge within her. She is a lamp unto the world. And may that light burn strong and bright for all to see and know there is eternal hope by the grace of God through the multitudes 
of all those generations who sacrificed to keep that light burning and shining brightly for others seeking it. God bless America. So be it. Thank you so much, Steve. I Thank hope you. we can publish that prayer in the Spiritist magazine in the upcoming issue. Oh, great, great. <laughs> we need that prayer, right, Carol? Right, it's so beautiful, Steve. Thank you so much for sharing it with all of us. Oh, yeah. appreciate being able to. <laughs> Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Carol, as well, for helping us and Absolutely. in this very special day. We, we really hope that uh, we keep uh, our heads high, always in hope, joy, and courage, as Jesus said to Bartholomew once 2,000 years ago. So thank you once again, Steve, and I hope you thank can you, have you back. And thank you, friends. Thank you. Yes. And thank you, Carol, too. And thank you. And uh, this is just the beginning of much more. Thank you, Rafael Medeiros, Diana Beauregard, Graham McEntee, uh, Rihanna. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sol Souza, and all the friends who are here joining us, Sunshine and others. And we hope you come back next week when we're going to have another moment prayer for the USA. And it's going to be right after Thanksgiving here in the U.S. So it's going to be a thankful prayer for sure. So thank you, Steve. All right. Big thank hug you. to you. Big hug well, to you, you as well, Carol. Okay. Thank you, blessings. Thank you both. Yes. And blessings. And blessings to everyone. Thank you, came. friends. And thank you, friends at Kardec Radio. We hope to see you soon again here. Remember, every day we have live programs. Don't stay away. Just keep watching and praying for the USA. A big hug. <laughs>